From across the Midwest, this is Opinions Anonymous, your new favorite podcast. If you can't get enough of us, check us out online at opinionsanonymous.com. In the meantime, sit back, relax, and remember, everyone has an opinion. Ours are just better. Hello and welcome to Opinions Anonymous. Welcome to episode 27. Uh, Andy actually now with tonight a two-game lead over Adam for the second most podcast. So Adam, we'll see how you feel about that one. Pretty excited about it. Andy, of course, tonight with us. Andy, how are you? Yeah, feeling good. Feeling good. Nice to be in the, the number two spot where I belong. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the better of the Lukes of Hazard, other Luke, how are you tonight? Doing fantastic. And of course, I am here to save everybody from what they had to put up with last week. So I appreciate you tuning back in. Let's jump to some emails. You have an email. First email. Judas wrote in and said, an Ohio church is apologizing after an associate pastor asks students to spit on him, slap him, and cut him with a knife during an Easter lesson on the crucifixion of Jesus. Um, Happy belated Easter, everyone. And Andy, what the fuck is going on in Ohio? Look, I I mean, I can't really defend this very much for being perfectly honest. But let's look at it this way. This is really weird, but... When it comes to, you know, preachers and kids, there's way worse precedents than this. So <laughs> perhaps these kids should be lucky that all they had to do was spit on this guy. <laughs> all they had to do was stab a guy. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's... They cut him with a knife? Yeah. <laughs> this was one of the more bizarre things I've ever come across, and I, I didn't really... Didn't really know where to go with this, but let's just go with how was everyone's Easter? Any anything exciting happened at Easter? We didn't really touch on it last week while you guys were nerding out. So, uh, any any good Easter traditions we could use to save this? Well, yeah, I mean, my family. What well, we always go to go to church together on Easter Sunday, where the priest asks us to shoot him with a loaded gun, <laughs> which is always a lot of fun. And that was one time 12 years ago. I've never been back since. Never, <laughs> never replaced the guy. I'm just still sitting here so uncomfortable by that email. Like, no matter how many times I hear it, I just uh, still gives me the heebie-jeebies. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know what's worse, if we're being honest here. Asking children to cut him with a knife, or asking children to spit on him. I, don't, I feel bad about both of those. Slapping him, I'm okay with, but just... Just spit on it. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't the spit on it thing a long time ago when like they were sexually abusing everybody? <laughs> hey, never good to go dry. <laughs> the kids were really confused when he was like, no, no, spit on my face. Not my, not my <laughs> No, but as far as oh. actual Easter, like I, my family, when it comes to holidays, we've mostly just been a, hey, let's eat lunch together. And that that's about as much tradition as we ever have on any holiday. Yeah, we're pretty much in the same boat over here because we are, there's 
like a bunch of us in in my immediate family, but none of us have like kids or anything. So there's no Easter egg hunt, anything like that. It's all, it's all very like, Hey, let's hang out for a while on Sunday. And that's pretty much it. Luke, as someone who does have kids, did you have a little more exciting Easter than other Luke and I? Yeah. Yeah. I got to drink a bunch and then drive my kids home and, you know, hope for the best. <laughs> 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 no, uh, so Huxley was old enough this year to hunt eggs, which was fun. He thought it was really exciting, uh, except for the funny thing. He opened one egg and it was empty, so I don't know how that happened, but he was like, what the fuck is this Easter thing? Like, my egg's empty. Like, <laughs> shouldn't there be something in here? So, no, it was good. It was fun. At least the weather was nice on Sunday because, you know, fucking snow on, on like, Saturday. That was great. Yeah, that that did happen. Isn't it like as late as Easter could possibly be too? This is bullshit. Get it together, global warming. Make up your mind. Seriously. All right. Next email, uh, Bubba from Florida said, hey, uh, we're back in the news again uh, with a (laughs) (laughs) 17-foot... With a 17-foot python being found in the state. And he wants to know... What animal are we most afraid of? Never seen anyone write an email in an accent before. That was pretty <laughs> amazing. I think with this, I'm I'm gonna be pretty boring, and I, I'm just gonna go with spiders. I if I see one, like I just freeze, and it creeps me out, and I just want to squish it because then it can't come and kill me. Uh, like. Snakes I'm okay with, because if I see them, it's like, okay, there's a snake. It's whatever. But spiders are so fast, and they can jump, and I'm pretty sure they have wings and shit. I don't know. But I just I just don't deal with spiders. Are you thinking of Spider-Man? <laughs> I, In terms of speed and jumping ability? I mean, I, would, I don't know if I'd consider a spider faster than a snake. I mean, they're like eight foot tall and giant fangs. I don't know. Just <laughs> whatever. Have you ever seen the movie Arachnophobia? Like, that shit will give you nightmares. Okay, you bring up a really valid point, because I have, and that movie is terrifying. I was just going to go down and say which Marvel character I was afraid of next, but... (laughs) (laughs) But realize you didn't really know any, because you're not a huge geek like other Luke and I. I'm not afraid of Gwen, and that's the only character that exists in my world. Uh, no, I will say that Adam and I went golfing the other day, and I I overshot a green, which behind the green was a, a woods. So I was looking for my ball, and I was just, like, standing there, and all of a sudden I looked down, and, like, a snake was crawling away from me. And I was like, fuck, like, what the – I wasn't expecting a snake, like, this early in the year, and I absolutely hate snakes. I also hate spiders and most other bugs because I'm a baby, but snakes for me. And, and this was literally probably a – 12 to 18 inch snake just like probably petrified of me crawling away and i i was i was done well i feel like i don't really encounter snakes a lot i guess i don't encounter a whole lot of like animals that i you know potentially would be afraid of a lot but i feel like anytime i've like run into a snake just like outdoors not in like a zoo or something like that i'm just more surprised by them because it's like you catch a glimpse of them and that's pretty much it i'm like "Oh, oh okay and then it's just gone to be fair, a 17-foot python would probably have a lasting impression. Uh, in terms of animals that I am actually afraid of, 
I don't know if I've ever, I, I feel like I've told the bat story before <laughs> on, maybe not on this podcast, maybe on the old show. So I don't necessarily want to retread that territory, but I've got a, a very healthy fear of bats um, <laughs> multiple times throughout, especially other Luke, you and I, our college career living together in that shitty old house, uh, multiple bats in that house throughout the years. <laughs> I was never really comfortable with that. But I, it's really more of a like a fear of anything that can fly and also hurt you. So like, I feel like bats, I feel like wasps, bees, any sort of stinging insect like that that can fly. Pterodactyl. Pterodactyls would be up there, I feel like. <laughs> Uh, any of those mythical beasts that we talked about a year ago <laughs> that could fly, those weren't cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like anything, because there's just like, I feel like that has like a spider. I feel like it has to like get to you. Like it has to get to you via some surface. So I feel like I can evade something like that. But if it can fly, then I, I don't know. It can follow you anywhere. So that just terrifies me. Yeah, but a bat's not going to, like, hide in your bed and wait on you to go to sleep. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, one did hide in my shower. So. True. <laughs> True. Point, counterpoint. Yeah, they could be anywhere. So Spider-Man, Batman, we're, we're getting somewhere here. Yeah, Luke, you should have been afraid of, like, Wolverines. <laughs> oh, I thought Snake Man was a Marvel character. <laughs> Snake Man, definitely. <laughs> I think we can move on to our next email here. Um, we've got Paul from Oklahoma. He says, it was a bad shot, but how do you guys rate Damian Lillard's series-clinching shot against the Thunder? Uh, last night, actually, as we record this podcast, where do we rate it against the all-time NBA moments? Well, first off, I have an issue with Paul saying it was a bad shot because I don't know that any shot that goes in is a bad shot. And that was probably one of the most beautiful shots I've seen in my life. Can't help but agree. <laughs> so I heard something that afterwards he waved bye bye to like Russell Westbrook. <laughs> yes. like, I could I couldn't find it in my I was in a meeting when I heard that, so I was like trying to search it quickly, but I, I did not see that part. That would obviously make the shot a little better. Uh but yeah, I, I would say impressive. I'm not sure why you, you know, dribble the ball out for fifteen seconds and then chuck it from half court. But hey, if it goes in, it goes in. That's the coach is saying, like, what What do you do? What do you? That was a great fucking shot right there. Yeah, I don't know if it was, like, good offense, but it was a great shot. The The, the wave was pretty amazing. I, I will give him that. I, I also like the weird little, like, step back he does right before it kind of threw me off a little bit. The weird yeah, travel. I was like, okay, travel. And then he just <laughs> drills, like, a 35-footer. I was like, oh, okay. But the, I think my favorite thing I've I, that I heard about it, like after the fact, um, there was like a, a story released that on Monday night, he had like a group of people over to his house for dinner and they were watching like the Jazz Rockets game. And he was just like sitting on the couch eating, like being quiet for a really long time. And then all of a sudden he just stopped and was like, I'm getting rid of these motherfuckers tomorrow. <laughs> and then he like goes out and scored 50 points and hits a game winning shot to literally get rid of those motherfuckers so i don't know dame, dame certified badass and he also shot those guys 
<laughs> Get rid of them. Yeah, fun fact, uh, Russell Westbrook and Paul George, they're dead right now. I don't know if you guys knew that. <laughs> <laughs> or or he was just eating chips, and, and he really meant they were incredibly stale, and he threw them away the next day. <laughs> <laughs> it would be great. People are like, oh, my God, he just, call, he just called it. He called it, and li- like literally like after everybody left, he was just throwing leftovers away from his fridge. Like, <laughs> Got to get rid of these motherfuckers. Yeah. Had nothing to do with the game. But yeah, I, I would say it ranks pretty high on NBA moments. Like game winners always great. Uh, series clinchers always great, and thirty-five foot buzzer beaters over another guy pretty great. So it's up there. Yeah, that's the thing. It wasn't bad defense either. I mean, he was up on him, even for being out that far. He just made an amazing shot. Yeah, I think uh, the fact that it came in the first round kind of sucks. Like it'd be awesome if that was like a conference finals or something like yeah. that. But still, I mean. Or game seven. Yeah, 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 that's a good point as well. The only thing that I think would have made it better is if you just turned around and said, game blouses. <laughs> <laughs> or if he had been wearing like a purple jumpsuit like Prince was in that sketch. <laughs> All right. I think that's it for emails this week. If you do have an email, shoot it over to us. Contact at opinionsanonymous.com. Is that our email? Contact at opinionsanonymous.com. Yes, oh, and if it's not, we can edit in the right one later. <laughs> uh, hit us up on Twitter, Facebook. Moving on, we have our favorite segment. It is time for Other Luke's Joke of the Week. Got a good one for you this week. What's brown and rhymes with Snoop? Dr. Dre. Ah, that's a thinker. <laughs> yeah, I actually just just put the pieces together of like what you're supposed to think it is. Like I was legitimately just like trying to think of something and didn't realize that like you're supposed to think it's probably poop, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I just oh, no, didn't, did that. Didn't did you just make that connection too? I was like, man, this is tough. No, you fucking idiot. How, how can you not think of that? <laughs> All right, moving on to some other news at our news desk this week. We have Stranger Danger, and today we're just going to talk about what's the weirdest thing a stranger has ever done for you, or maybe the nicest or the nicest thing you've ever done. Let's just talk about us interacting with strangers. Well, right off the bat, I'm going to rule out the nicest thing I've ever done for a stranger. Uh, because I don't don't think that exists. Sorry, everybody. I'm not very charitable. To be fair, my nicest thing was the the one I talked about a, uh, a month or so ago, where I almost kidnapped the girl from the airport because I thought she was like in need of help. <laughs> <laughs> the, the little girl who came up to you and her parents were like right there, like, "Oh my god, yeah. do you need help?" That was the most well intentioned thing you've ever done for a stranger. How about that? There you go. Yeah. Yeah. When it comes to nice things, like sometimes I'll allow the person at Aldi to take my cart and just take their quarter instead of making <laughs> them do it themselves, you know. I feel like that's pretty nice. Should donate a quarter? <laughs> yeah. Or they just hand you a quarter. No, they, they, so they, they hand me the quarter. I still need my money, but like I save them <laughs> having to go through putting it in and getting their own cart. I think that I... <laughs> I mean, on that subject, not this doesn't have anything to do with strangers, but if I was the type of person who 
didn't want to put their cart like back. I feel like it would be very much worth a quarter to me to not do that. A quarter is not a lot of money. Like I would be like, yeah. fuck this. I don't need this quarter back. I'm not walking all the way back up there. The more difficult thing to do is to find a fucking quarter to put in those cart things. Like, where can I put my debit card? <laughs> my wife and I have before gotten to Aldi, realized we didn't have a quarter and had to drive back home in order <laughs> to get one. At that point, you just see how much stuff you can carry. <laughs> I mean, it helps that we only live like two minutes away, but uh, still pretty pathetic it would be awesome do you ever see people in there just like with an armful of stuff like hey, i forgot a quarter again today <laughs> usually their arms are full of stuff leaving because they don't want to pay for bags you gotta <laughs> pay for bags there oh yeah what the fuck yeah and that place is a ripoff or you can bring your own after you've taken them home and ripped them into like seven pieces <laughs> and like take them back like i could probably put marshmallows at the bottom of this and it won't rip out so does anybody have any examples of things that strangers have done for them? My priest touched me once when I was younger. <laughs> oh, please. You were more. Did you cut him in return? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't really know if I if I have anything. I'm going to be honest. I'm probably just too weird to, like, deal with strangers at all. I don't really throw off the vibe of, like, people. Like, people don't want to come up and talk to me in almost every case. So I, I think I... I don't think I'm a, a, the type of person who this would ever happen to, I guess. And I, as far as the nicest thing I've ever done for a stranger, I don't, I don't know. I'm a, again, I'm a weird guy, so I don't want to talk to people. So it's probably just like the random, like small courtesy things like putting your cart away or I don't know, like letting someone merge in traffic or, or just like doing the, the kind of bare minimum, like common courtesy stuff. The nicest thing you've done to most girls is not talk to them, Andy. They appreciate that. <laughs> From what I can tell, that is true. <laughs> so has anybody ever had their meal paid for, like a pay it forward at a drive-thru or anything? Never. No? Oh, I did recently at Starbucks. The uh, The barista accidentally made the wrong size drink for me. So they just made like... They they made like a grande size latte and then they're like, well, we made this. I, I know you were the venti, so I'm going to make that for you. But do you just want this one too? So maybe that's the nicest thing a stranger has ever done for me. Literally gave me one free coffee that they were going to throw out anyway. <laughs> they followed policy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then did you give that to someone, Andy? No, I drank it later. Okay. So you're just an asshole. All right. <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like I I feel like I'm more than paid for both of those by paying for a venti latte at Starbucks. It was like five fifty, are you kidding me? Working most of my adult life in retail, I'm not used to strangers being nice to me. I'm usually <laughs> used to them cussing me out for absolutely no reason. But recently I did start selling some of my Funko Pops, which Luke, you'll have no idea what that is. Uh but I had like over 300 and I was like, wow, I need to really clean some of these out. So I sold one to a lady for $15. She paid me 16 and said that that was to help cover for the PayPal fees. Aww. So I thought that was a real nice thing of her to do. Luke, I feel like the, the fact that you've worked in retail for a lot of your adult life would more lead you towards the weirdest thing a stranger has ever done for you. End of this topic. I I don't know if it's ever what they do to me, but there there was one that was said to me. I had this lady absolutely belittle me 
because mac and cheese was with the uh, dinner, boxed dinners instead of pasta. And she told me that her husband made enough money that she didn't have to work, but she still worked just because she felt like it. And she had a college degree. And that was enough to tell her that macaroni and cheese is a pasta and not a box dinner. And I so badly wanted to tell her if you actually went to college, you'd know that macaroni and cheese is dinner most nights. <laughs> but I didn't. <laughs> I held it in. I smiled and I said, I'll pass that along to management. <laughs> That's, I mean, what's funny about that is mac and cheese has literally never not been in the box dinner section. Right. Once you add the cheese, it's no longer a pasta. Pasta is literally just pasta. I mean, I don't know if I'd say that, but <laughs> I feel like it's still a pasta. I don't, this isn't really what we're supposed to be arguing, but. No, but I just, I just still am very angry at that lady like five years later. That is one of the best when you just get into a conversation and someone totally just brings up a bunch of stuff about themselves that has no bearing on it. And you're like, how, how did we even get here? Were you just waiting to talk about this for no reason? She, she was so, so eager to tell me how great she was and try to belittle me by like acting like I like wasn't educated and I didn't go to college and I'm just standing there accepting it because that's what you have to do. Yeah. For me on the retail side, I, I do this every time I go to the grocery store. I usually like have to help somebody get something off the top shelf. Mm-hmm. Literally somebody came into my office at work yesterday and said, Hey, are you busy? And I'm like, no, no. And they're like, I need you to get something off the top of the filing cabinet yeah yeah sure you know i i'm, I'm valuable in other ways guys so you're you're strangers to your co-workers yeah, mostly <laughs> yes mostly. well he has to keep a a certain social distance from them as the as a, a ranking member of the team i think <laughs> yes yes and there's that one lawsuit that still hasn't settled <laughs> it's still pending <laughs> So uh, both of you guys are are taller people, so I'm sure that sort of thing happens to you a, a fair amount. But probably, I don't know, maybe this was has been a long time ago, maybe a year ago or something like that. But at the grocery store one time, a lady approached me and was like, hey, can you like, like grab that off the top shelf for me? And I kind of was <laughs> like, oh, oh boy, here we go. And I literally, I was like, I- I'll do it. I-, I don't know how much success I'll have. And I literally had to climb like onto the second shelf to get what she was looking for because it was like kind of sitting back on the top shelf. And I felt like like the biggest piece of shit ever. Like I helped her. So that was great. But also I was like, you couldn't have found someone that was like six feet tall, lady. You couldn't have just waited around for someone else. It had to be me. You had to make me embarrass myself. Was she actually like taller than you and asking you as a joke? (laughs) No, no, that would have been hilarious. Uh, but she was she was quite short, so it made sense to at least at, I was at least a little taller than her. So did you go ask somebody for help, Andy? <laughs> I, I went I went to one of the cashiers and had him intercom for a tall person <laughs> on aisle fifteen. All right. Well, I'm sure we missed our segue into uh, fast food with your extra latte, but let's do talk about fast food. And today we're going to talk about our number one fast food item from every popular fast food restaurant in our area. Let's let's go ahead and start with McDonald's. So this is just the best item on their menu, right? We're not categorizing this in any other way, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. I just want to just want to set the rules in advance. As always, I always have a question. You had a question. Do you have an answer? Uh, I do have an answer. Of course, if we're talking McDonald's, I, I'm, I mean, I'm going Big Mac. Oh. I'm not even going to hesitate to follow you up because fuck you, Luke. The Big Mac is amazing. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> you should have just left McDonald's on the list. You should have known this was coming. So what do I do? Just to spite you guys, do I say the fucking McRib? <laughs> no despite us you just skip straight to okay and the next restaurant is in the in the editing portion <laughs> well Luke, what's your number one item from mcdonald's please we want to know um christmas nougats from uh, rocks. <laughs> <laughs> i found one on the floor once where they belong <laughs> My number one item, uh, I'm going to go with the sausage cheese McMuffin. Yeah, that's pretty good. I'm not going to argue against it, but it, I, it's not the best, but it's definitely up there. Okay, okay. Let's move to Taco Bell. Taco Bell, I feel like this is the one where it literally is just a slam dunk. Like, this, the cheesy gordita crunch is, like, maybe the best fi- fast food item ever created. Well, I, I apparently missed my dunk then because I've mentioned it multiple times before. I I always just get beefy five-layer burritos. They're definitely my favorite thing there. But the best thing there, the best thing there, I get that from like a, a like a values like aspect as well. But the best thing at Taco Bell? Well, when you here's here's the difference, Andy. I'm like five times your size. <laughs> If I'm trying to fill up on cheesy gordita crunches, I'm going to spend $50. So I have to take value into account with my quality. So uh, this might be hard to imagine, but they're both pretend they're both a dollar. Take price out of it. Would it change your answer? I still don't think it does. Yeah. Okay. Well, strong I just thing. I just have a such such a strong connection to it. I don't know. I That's what I love. I forgot to factor in the the sentimental aspect of it. Yeah, so that's yeah. hand up. That's on me. <laughs> I'm actually also going to miss this slam dunk, Ooh. and I'm 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 debating here, but I think I'm going to go with the chicken quesadilla. <sighs> you know, I, I want to get mad, but at the same time, like my go-to order is probably two cheesy gordita crunches and a chicken quesadilla. So <laughs> I think I don't think there's a bad answer. I fucking love Taco Bell. I, I love almost yeah. everything they have there. So you know what? No. All, all good answers. Anything from Taco Bell is the answer to this question. Yeah, there are probably 10 or 15 things you could have said there. And I just said, yeah, you have a good point. Part of that is it's Taco Bell. So basically everything is like the same thing, just combined <laughs> a little differently. So maybe that's the pro- maybe that's why everything is so good there. Meat and cheese in a tortilla. What else do you need? Yeah, you can't go wrong. <laughs> All right, moving on to Wendy's. This was maybe the toughest one for me because I do fucking love Frosties. But I I went with the spicy chicken sandwich. I've I've fallen in love with that over the years. It's it's really 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 good and I think I I don't think I can't remember the last time I got like a full meal from Wendy's and didn't get the spicy chicken sandwich. Yeah, I I almost went with the home style chicken sandwich because Wendy's does have really good chicken, but I just went with the Dave's Double. Like me a good greasy burger, and the triple is actually too big; it gets way too messy and falls apart. But the double's 
just right. I'm right there with you. I debated chicken, both the original and the spicy, because their chicken sandwich is the best chicken sandwich at any of the restaurants. But I'm going with the best nuggets around, chicken nuggets. Now, they don't have spicy chicken nuggets anymore, but when they did, but, oh, yeah. which yep. did you prefer? Uh, spicy, every time. Other Luke, are you on regular? Uh, other Luke can't oh, the- do spicy, remember? Yeah, the regular ones are absolutely delicious. Like, typically, I would go and I would order, like, my Dave's Double Meal or whatever, and then I'm going to get some nuggets on the side. And nuggets, perfect side item. Uh, underrated as a side item. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, all right, this one might be tough, but Burger King. This one is tough because I don't... Like, I don't remember really what they... Like, I had to look up their menu to kind of see what they had. I haven't been to a Burger King in so goddamn long because I think they're, it's just worse than everywhere else. But back when I when I did go to Burger King every now and again, my favorite thing there, and I think they still have it, is the the double stacker. I remember when those first came out, that was a huge deal to go through there and get stackers. Yeah, they were like freaking super cheap too, like right when they first came out. So maybe a little sentiment on my end there. I'm a little different than everybody else because I actually like Burger King. Mm. Um, and my favorite thing to get there is the Rodeo King sandwich, which is basically your big giant sandwich, then with bacon, barbecue sauce, and onion rings on it. Which I have attempted to get exactly one time, and they thought I was a freaking idiot and gave me something else. <laughs> they didn't understand what you were asking for? They did not, because it's off the menu, right, Luke? Right. Yeah. It was one of those that they they advertised for a short amount of time, but like they still have it. Mm-hmm. It's just no longer like an advertised item. Gotcha. Secret menu type thing. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. For me, I'm going to go with their cheesy tots when they have them. It, I thought they were disappointing. I maybe Maybe my expectations were too high, but they weren't as good as I wanted them to be. Yeah, maybe not, but I, uh, Adam hates them too. But I, I just think I think they're good. They're a nice change up from the just the traditional fry. All right, Arby's. I feel like you guys are maybe waiting for me to say potato cakes. I'm not gonna say potato <laughs> cakes. All right, I'm gonna go with what I, I mean. Probably what sets Arby's apart. The curly fries. I love their curly fries. They are so fucking good. Question. What do you dip them in? Arby sauce. Next question. No. Honey mustard every time. Honey mustard. Okay. That's better. I thought you were going to go horsey sauce and we were going to have a ton. No. No. Honey mustard. So good. I can accept that. That's That's a choice I wasn't expecting, but sounds pretty good, actually. Luke, you have to answer the question now. What do you dip your curly fries in? Probably usually just ketchup. Eh, all right. At least it's not horsey sauce. <laughs> I can never get mad about ketchup. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. So I, I think Arby's for me is going to be the first place I kind of take a side item as well. I'm strongly leaning towards the chicken cordon bleu, but I'm I'm going to have to just go with the mozzarella sticks. Sticks. <sighs> Yeah, I was leaning Mott Sticks, so to, to do something different, I'll go with that. I can't think of the name of it now, but it's the 
chicken bacon Swiss. I think that's just yes. what it's called chicken bacon Swiss, yeah. which is a phenomenal sandwich. Agreed. The the only bad part of ordering that I feel like is it always takes like twenty minutes to get because they always have to make yep. they always have to like fry the chicken separately. This is the same for like the chicken, chicken too. Yeah, they have to. It takes so long, but it is so worth it. That thing is really good. Yeah, it's a it's a pain in the ass, but it's also like at least I know it's going to be fresh. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Really good point. That's also a sandwich. It took me like probably a whole year of getting it somewhat regularly when I was in college before I realized that it like it has it has honey mustard on it. I don't know if you guys Oh yeah. You guys oh, know. Yeah. Yeah. It took me a really long time to figure that out. I don't know why, but I was just like, is there there's a sauce on this? What happened? I don't know. It just took me a while. Delicious. All right, KFC. KFC another pretty easy one for me. Going with the original style famous bowl. The one with the brown gravy, all the normal stuff in it. Famous bowl is ace, dude. I can't argue with that. I, I almost went the fat route here and just said a bucket. Uh, <laughs> I'm a big fan of the 20 piece family <laughs> meal. But uh, I, I'm going to go with another side here and go with the mashed potatoes and gravy. And if I have to narrow it down even more, I would just drink a bowl of the gravy. I think I'm actually going to go off the menu if it's as a discontinued item, if it's allowed. And they replaced them with the chicken littles, which are god awful. But they used to have the miniature chicken sandwiches, which was like a legit tender on a one of their little buns. And it had peppered um, mayo on it. Mm-hmm. And it was the best ever. Like, I think it was sprinkled with shredded lettuce, too. You could eat like four of those. They were delicious. And now it's like garbage. There's something a little bit magical about just like a tiny sandwich where you're like, I'm just going to eat a million of these. They're so good. And you just don't feel bad about having what probably amounts to like three or four regular size sandwiches. But I don't know. It's a small sandwich. It's just you can just go forever. Why not? And to round it out, this one should be unanimous, but Dairy Queen. Should be unanimous. It will not be. (laughs) I mean, if so, if we're going DQ, if I have my choice of everything on there, I'm going Butterfinger Blizzard. I'm hopping straight to November and taking a pumpkin pie Blizzard. Uh, Okay, ice cream. All right, what are you? You're going not ice cream at Dairy Queen? Is that what I'm detecting? I mean, it's not the best thing they have there. The chicken strip basket. Yeah, that's a nice side item to my Blizzard. Look, you called my you called my bluff. I love what you could even get a blizzard with a side is you could sub it in. I just love everything about the chicken strip basket. The strips are always great. I think their fries are a little underrated if they're made great, and the toast and the gravy you just can't beat it. Yeah, by I mean by far their best like hot food item. I would say. Can we take yeah. Yeah, a, a short moment to just recognize how awesome it is that you can go to Dairy Queen and replace your drink in a combo meal with a blizzard? <laughs> yeah. God bless America. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. That's it for that. Let's let's stay on the food a little bit, though, and jump into our second favorite segment, the top three. And today we're going to do our top three favorite cereals. Okay, I'll go ahead and jump on this one. This was one of those where 
you can write down eight or nine different serials and make a good argument for any of them. So to narrow it down to three, at number three, I'm going to put Lucky Charms. They're magically delicious. You got the marshmallows. Every, I mean, I guess I probably don't have to explain what Lucky Charms are. <laughs> if you could talk about it real slow and like sexy-like, I'd be okay with that. <laughs> Only if you spit on me. <laughs> with my number two, I'm going to go with Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh, man. Always been one of my favorites. Just pushing my buttons yep. right now, buddy. <laughs> and then my number one, don't worry, I'm not stealing this from anyone because I'm probably the only person who's ever even heard of it, is Kaboom. Kaboom! No way! Growing up, uh, my grandma always babysat me, and she had this room where all of her cereal was, and we just like picked which cereal we wanted. and I always picked kaboom it was like these colored clown faces and then there were marshmallows that were like bears and lions and elephants sadly it was discontinued in 2010 so they no longer make it but it will forever still be my number one yeah i mean even when they were still making it like i feel like you had to go to some weird knockoff grocery store to find it but dude kaboom is great i don't know what it was supposed to taste like but I mean, it. it I, I'm going to be honest. I feel like it just tasted like colors. <laughs> like, I don't even remember if it was good. It's just I always remember picking it. And I I have fond memories of that. So that's such a and I don't know where she got it. But grandma always had it. I, I guess I'll jump in for me. Number three, I'm going to go with Bootios. <laughs> yes. Strong choice. <laughs> you guys missed that one. Uh, or I could go honorable mention the Ocho Cinco O's back from when we <laughs> played for the Bengals. Um, Rufio's. Cin <laughs> Cinnamon Toast Crunch definitely on mine, so I'll put that at three just, just so we're a little different. I'm, I'm having trouble. Two, I've got like a 2A and 2B, and I can't remember which one I really like better. Either the Captain Crunch peanut butter cereal or Reese's. Like, I feel like the Captain Crunch peanut butter was better than the peanut butter and the Reese's peanut butter. But then you also have the chocolate one, so I, I don't know. I'm kind of kind of stuck there. I'm gonna help you out. A okay. Little. The Captain Crunch, what is it? Peanut butter crunch. Peanut butter crunch is better because Reese's puffs. I don't know what it is about them. They there's a weird like metallic taste to me. When I eat them. Yeah. And there's like a weird coating on it. I kind of love it. But like at the same time, like I think peanut butter crunch is the better cereal. Peanut butter crunch is one of one of definitely the best cereals ever. So I think that's for sure where you were trying to go okay. with that. All right. Yeah. Great. And number one, I'm just going to go with classic frosted flakes. There was a I'm a little ashamed to admit this. There was a point in time in my childhood where. Like we would always have frosted flakes because yeah they're good and like you know when you're a little kid you love them. I would sneak extra spoonfuls of sugar into my frosted flakes Ugh. when I made them. No no no. So okay, it's like I'll take you one step further. I'll take you one step further. I used to put like a a fourth a cup of sugar, like a, a huge oh either like a third or a fourth a cup of sugar in my Rice Krispies. 
and yes. I would just stir it. But at the end, like I could literally scoop sugar off the bottom of the bowl. <laughs> yep, I was I was right there with you. I did that too. <laughs> oh man, yeah, Rice Krispies. Oh, they 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 don't have a lot of sugar on them. They're pretty healthy for you. Yeah. Not anymore. Yep. Yeah, you dump your milk out, and then it's just still yeah. this layer of <laughs> sugar, sugar in the bottom. To the bottom. Okay, I'll go ahead and, I mean, I've got a fair amount on my list. I want to start off by saying bravo to both of you guys for having Cinnamon Toast Crunch on the list. That really, in my heart, is is probably my number one just from a like volume standpoint. I love Cinnamon Toast Crunch. It's great. I'm not going to put it in my top three because I think there's better stuff, but it's just something that I feel like I get all the time. So honorable mention for sure for me. Uh, my number three, this is another cereal where like, I don't know. I don't know if this is a discontinued item or not, Luke, kind of going back to your, your kaboom and Luke to your, whatever they were, those mini chicken sandwiches from KFC, but waffle crisp. That used to be a thing mm-hmm. when I was very young and I feel like, that cereal maybe was discontinued, but then like maybe Ego has one out now that's not as good. Waffle Crisp back in the day was phenomenal. Just I'm pretty sure it was just like syrup cute, like formed into the shape of a of a tiny waffle, but it, it was really, really good. That's definitely a cereal I, I forgot existed until mm-hmm. you just mentioned it. I, I think we maybe bought it once and it was delicious, and then I don't remember it again after that. It's along the lines of the uh, French Toast Crunch as well. Yep, kind of one of those. They're a similar a similar flavor, I want to say, which is just yeah. Syrup. But there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. Uh, my number two, because that one was so bad for you, and I know that my number one is as bad. Uh, I'm gonna go throw one sort of healthier option in there: Honey Nut Cheerios. I love Honey Nut Cheerios. Not ashamed to admit it. Probably go through as much of those as I do for Cinnamon Toast Crunch. That was definitely on my list of if somebody stole something before me, I was adding Honey Nut Cheerios to my list. Because they definitely, like you said, for volume standpoint, I've probably eaten more of those in my life than anything. Yeah, uh, not not a great look when you're a 30-year-old man driving down the highway eating <laughs> a baggie of Honey Nut Cheerios as your breakfast, which I often do. <laughs> and then spilling them all over yourself because they're impossible to eat with just your hands. But uh, if you see me on I-75 headed to the north of the city and I'm spilling Honey Nut Cheerios all over myself, uh, you've seen me in action. All right. My number one, another cereal. I know this isn't discontinued, but it is incredibly hard to find. It's Rice Krispies Treats cereal. I know it still lurks out there somewhere. I think you can order it online. It may be like only available in Canada or something like that, unless you like specifically order it. I don't know if you can still find it in stores, but my God, this area was literally just Rice Krispie Treats, like cut up and then thrown in a cereal box for kids to eat. It's a horrible thing to have for breakfast. You should never have done it. Any parent who bought this for their child is a bad parent. So mom, dad, sorry, you're bad parents, but it was so fucking good. Uh, Oh man. If, it's it's a good thing that you can't find it in the United States anymore because I would be I would be nine thousand pounds if that was still available. All right, Andy, you want to go through any of your? Do you have any other honorable mentions? 
yes, I do. Another one that that I I have as not less as like a breakfast cereal, more as a snack type thing. Frosted mini wheats. I, I love mini wheats. Eat them straight out of the box all the time. Um, another one that I found recently, uh, Life Cereal, the vanilla version of Life Cereal is really good. It sort of, I'm going to be honest, it sort of tastes like a Rice Krispie treat to me. So maybe that's why I love it so much. And then another sort of normal one, Honeycomb. The the box okay. is gigantic. There's no such thing as a small <laughs> Honeycomb box, but, uh, but I love Honeycomb. So those those are a couple honorable mentions. Uh, probably more out there that I'm not thinking of, but that's that's a nice probably top six or seven. Anything else that we missed? You guys have any honorable mentions that you wanted to get in there? Well, I definitely had honeycomb on my honorable mentions as well. Not just even as a cereal, but that was a good one to just grab the box and take handfuls of for a snack. And then on a more boring note, I also had listed pops, just regular old corn pops. Like, I don't know why they're kind of boring and lame, but I love them. So you say that I have a bit of a problem with corn pops and really it's not with anything about the cereal itself. It's about that weird foily bag that they came in. There was, <laughs> I have a problem with that bag and I don't know why. <laughs> Tough to argue. <laughs> you got me. All right, that's it for our top three this week. Join us next week where we pick our top three something fun, I'm sure. Yes. It probably won't be food again. (laughs) Yeah. All right, that does it for this week, everybody. Thanks again for listening. Uh, Be sure to go on the uh, Apple, what is it, the Apple Podcasts, is that the name of the app? Go on Apple Podcasts, rate us five stars, leave a review, uh, subscribe. We're the worst podcasters in the world. We we don't know what our where we put our mat. We don't know what our email is. <laughs> go on, We've what do you call up. it? The internet? You should go on the internet, I guess is what it's called. I, I do the outro every week and don't have anything written down for it. That's a problem. Uh, anyway, yeah, go on Apple Podcasts, subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe. Steal your phones, your friends' phones, make them subscribe. You can also subscribe to us on the Google Play Store. So do that as well. If you're an Android person, go to our website, opinionsanonymous.com, and make sure to follow all of our social medias. We are at opinionsanonpod on Twitter and on Instagram. And check out the Opinions Anonymous Facebook page. That's all we've got for this week, folks. We've had Luke, we've had other Luke, and I've been Andy. Thanks for listening. Thank you.